0: soloist podcast we back baby hey you know what right now the summer's starting off right in the city man everybody's going out having fun and you know man your boy man your boy is like whoo. i'm grinding though you know what i'm saying but i'm loving it i'm loving it so today i have a, a, a great topic for you guys which i'm very excited about because this is a topic i've been thinking about you know for about a year actually right And the topic is what I've learned about being around high-value men, particularly high-value men for a year, right? Because I've been chilling with different guys, also reconnecting with other guys while while traveling, right? And before we begin, I do want to be clear that everybody has a different definition of being a high-value man. I mean, it's very subjective, right? And I know that Kevin Samuels, and we got to bring him up, of course, because he made it wavy, right, to talk about being high value. And he he put a magnifying glass to something that a lot of people weren't even consciously aware of, right? He brought this conversation of what it means to be a high value man to the forefront because that's what a lot of women are looking for or think that they're looking for, you know? However, I want to be clear that my definition is different than Kevin Samuels. And I think that your definition may be different than mine. And guess what, guys? That is fine. Let me say that again. That is fine. Because it is a subjective title. There's no clear-cut definition, right? However, to me, my definition of a high-value man is a man that is a, a man that is in the top echelon when it comes to being a man when it comes to handling his business when it comes to you know his feng shui everything and and let me go deeper into that cuz i know that i've already talked about this a year ago on the when i used to be on the 6 or the 7 right that 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 conversation came up but let me give my current definition of it now so a high value man is a man in my opinion and once again this is my definition a man who's confident a man who is selfless a man who hasn't is able to network a man who's a high earner he is not your everyday brother to put it simply he is not your everyday guy okay a high value man is a man that when you interact with him and you see his lifestyle and you deal with him you know that he's the real deal holyfield he's the real mccoy okay um, these are guys that they are very, you know, Now I'll get more into detail of this, but these are guys that are men of integrity, men that are truly authentic. Okay. They're truly authentic, but they can be still ruthless. These men can be savages. Okay. Um, you know, a high value, man. I mean, there's, it's, it's, there's such a, my definition has expanded the last year. Right, because there are certain men that I consider high value that I would look at and be like, "Nigga, you ain't shit." <laughs> you feel me? Like you look at a nigga like, "Yo," you know what I'm saying? And, and I guess some people might call it new money, where you ever see a nigga get money, but he's still on some like hood shit or some raggedy shit. Like, like he's living the high value lifestyle. Yeah, he's pulling with the cars, the baddest bitches. He's taking these trips. But his mindset is still stuck in a, in a lower level place. He's still stuck in a hood, you know what I mean? Um, but I want to talk about that. I think it's very important because a lot of people get hung up on the definitions. And this is a subject of definition. But in my opinion, if you want to put it simply, a high value man is a rare man. It's not the type of guy that you see every day, whether as a fellow man or a woman. It's not a guy that you're going to see tons around. These are the guys that live a life that a lot of men wish that they could live. And these men are in their own secret society. Let me let me be clear about that. You guys are going to hear me use that term a lot. I've been using that term for years. But there's a secret society of high-value men. And to get into that society, you have to be a high-value man or be vetted as one or be on your way as one. And um, let me be clear. I haven't been around high value men just for the last year. There's a lot of new people that are listening to me now. Shout out to all my new Fresh and Fit listeners and all my new subscribers. I I appreciate you guys. I truly do. Um, But I've been doing this for a long ass time, bro. This is not, like a lot of people think, yo, man. Oh, so who's this Solo TV 84 guy? He just came on the scene. Like, nah, bro, I've been doing this for well over a decade you know what i'm saying um however one thing that i can say is even though i've been doing this over a decade the the last year has been probably the the last uh the the most time that i ever spent with high value men on a on a consecutive basis you know to a point where sometimes it was weekly or daily at sometimes sometimes it wasn't right that's how life is sometimes you hang out around people every day and then sometimes you don't even see him for a few months, right? But but I want to talk about this because I know a lot of men are talking about this. A lot of women are definitely talking about this. Okay? So let me start off with the biggest one here that I learned. And and I think that a lot of guys have to understand that not every guy that you see that is high value got it because their daddy had money or their family had money. You know, the last high value man I interviewed was Nate. Shout out to him. And, you know, we were talking about how, when his parents immigrated from Africa, they were flat broke. They only had $200 to their name. if that, and they had to stay at a 600 square foot apartment with his uncle, four people. And now shout out to Nate. I know he's listening. You know, he's making six figures. He lives in the best part of town. He's got a bad chick for a girlfriend. Hey. And and he came from very humble beginnings. So I want people to understand that whatever your definition of high value is, if it's, you know, based around money or being high earning, anything can be achieved. Nothing is impossible. People got to get into that mindset. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about. The number one thing that that I've learned being around high-value men is their mindset. They have the positive mindset. And I used to have that. I mean, there are times where I'm positive. But goodness gracious, there's a lot of negativity. Facts. (laughs) And uh, one thing I love is is that (coughs) high-value men... Real high value men and, and women too. They know, they know how to lift you up. They are able to lift people up. They're able to inspire people. You know what I'm saying? So when people are feeling down, they're able to, to raise people up mentally. You know, And, and they have a, such a, when I say positive mindset, I'm not saying they're running around like everything is hunky-dory. Because no, life isn't perfect, even for high value people. But they have such a ridiculous belief in themselves that no matter how negative of a situation that they're in, that they can conquer it. They can persevere. They can overcome it. You feel me? And there aren't a lot of guys that have that mentality. I know that at one point in my life, I, you know, when I say positive mentality, you look at a situation, even if it's very negative, And you, instead of letting it bog you down and mentally weigh on you to the point where you become obsessive over it, you look at it as a learning experience and see how you can fix whatever it is that was, you know, um, holding you back or whatever it is that you're facing, you can fix it or, or learn from it. Learn from it. They look at everything as a learning experience. So, One thing that I've learned being around high-value men is they are positive people, and they don't hang around negative people. And even if they may be assholes, right, or they may not seem positive, they still don't hang around other negative people, bruh, even if they themselves may be negative, right? Because I've seen some high-value men that are some of the most assholish men, most ruthless men, some of them even, but they know how to have fun they know how to engage in social conversations or social situations, right? So they're not always ruthless, right? And these people understand how to give other people value. So what I mean by that is they're not going to hang around a bunch of negative people because they want to wallow in in sorrow. No. People got to understand that high-value men have a ridiculous belief in themselves, a ridiculous self-confidence. And I admire that. And it starts all with the mindset. You know, and I got to refer back to Nate because we had a fire podcast, and I'm trying to get him on again, but, you know, Nate is a tough guy to get a hold of. Facts. um, That, you know, high-value men think very highly of themselves. And and once once men start to do that, even if you're in a situation where you not don't want to be You know, you you are a 21-year-old college student or you're 25 and you just started bartending or you're 35. You just got out of a divorce with two kids and you're broke. You have a ridiculous belief in yourself that you can make it or you can make it again. Right? And here's the thing. You may not be where you want to be right now. But as long as you keep at it, as long as you keep fighting, as long as you keep fighting, as long as you keep fighting, eventually you will get there. You know, my mindset, guys, I swear to my mindset has changed in the last year. You know, last year at this time, like I said, I was just starting to chill with Nate, other high-value man, on a consistent basis. I was in a relationship that I was questioning. And people got to understand, the reason is 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 people got to be conscious of your energy. People, you don't understand that a lot of the stuff that you consume on social media, on YouTube, on Tick Thought, <laughs> get it, Tick Thought, even on Snapchat or Instagram, a lot of it is very detrimental to your mental health. A lot of it is very detrimental to your mental health because you're going on social media and you see everybody living lavish Everybody living it out. popping Bob's doing their thing. But you don't understand the sacrifices they had to go through to get to that level. And then you may not even understand that all things that may seem like... All things that glitter, or all things that are gold. What's the saying? All things that glitter are not gold. Facts. You know, it takes time to get to that level. And then even then, when you get to that level, guess what? Uh, you meet, meet a lot of people they they're not content being on that level they want to get to the next level that's what life is about it's kind of like a video game right you beat level one then you go to level two then level three who the f wants to be on the same level every year every day every month every week some people do and that's why they get complacent they get stuck they get lazy i'm speaking from personal experience facts But life is all about elevating, being your best self. And I think that's truly what being a high-value man is about, is being the best version of your best self. Okay? So when I talk about positive mindset, and I know that you've heard people talk about this a lot. Shout out to AMS. He talks about that a lot. You know? uh, Alpha male strategies. I mean, positive mindset is a mindset that even when you're going through a negative situation, you're not going to let that negative situation weigh you down. You're going to come out with a positive outcome. And and here's the thing that I always say. It may not be in a day. It may not be in a week. It may not be in a month. It may not be in a year. But eventually, you will come up off of that. And I think that, that that's where po- the positive mindset alone separates high-value men from regular men and men that are deemed nobodies by society by miles Because a lot of men right now lack self-esteem. They lack confidence. They lack awareness. And a lot of men, let's be honest, they're coming from a place of scarcity. I've been there. Scarcity sucks, bro. Facts. So here's the thing. The question I know that is in a lot of people's minds is, oh, Solo, you're talking and talking, but how does somebody get positive mindset if you don't have it? hmm and I think I talked to Nate about that, right? I And I might have to listen to that interview. I ha, I got to listen to that interview again. But here's the thing, and I will say this. You got to have experiences that will back up your positive mindset. So what am I saying? If you, let's say you are struggling to talk to girls, which a lot of guys are in 2021, 2022, by the time you listen to this, 2023, God... Hopefully, I'll still be here in 2023. Um, I, I, here's the thing. You need positive reinforcements to, to motivate you, right? To keep you going. I think that helps a lot of people, right? But I think to start a positive mindset, you first, you have to make goals, small goals. So for example, if you're underweight, you put on some muscle. If you're overweight, like myself, you lose weight. Now, you got to do it slowly, You Right? You're not going to be like, yeah, the first month I want to lose 20 pounds, okay? I mean, unless you like severely overweight, yeah, you can do that. But you got to be realistic. So take that 20 pounds down to maybe 10 pounds. And then when you reach that goal, you may fail at first, right, the first month. But the second month you may reach the 10 pounds. First month maybe 5 pounds and then you relapse. That shit happens a lot. But when you reach that goal, you slowly build up your confidence, And I think that a lot of things about positive mindset is a lot of men are stuck in their position in life, not just with women, but their job, their economic status, period, is because a a lot of men are so negative mentally. And people don't understand how negativity mentally weighs you down. It's like a black fog. And instead of helping you, the negativity just slows you down. Don't get me wrong, sometimes you can take negative emotions and transmute it into a positive. But a lot of people don't know how to do that. And that's some other stuff that, you know, we got to get into another day. Because it's biblical. It is biblical. It is not no um, Reiki master or none of that. No, or Buddhist. No, it's biblical. We talk about the Bible. But let me let me get back on topic. Because you guys don't want to hear about real rat pill. Talking about the Bible, Jesus Christ. You guys want to have this watered down. So let's talk about this watered down shit. And I'm not saying what I'm giving you is watered down. I'm saying what you want to talk about. Pay attention to my verbiage. Facts. Um, But positive mindset. You know, high value men have a very ridiculous belief in themselves. And they only hang around people who have the same type of belief. And that's why you look at people that you look at successful and you think they're arrogant or pompous. No, they had to overcome obstacles that you couldn't even fathom to get to where they're at. See, not every high value man came to the mountaintop the same path. Mm, Let me say that again. Not every high value man came onto the top of the mountain path on the same path. Some guys had to literally climb up multiple times to get there. Some guys were fortunate enough. They had a daddy's helicopter drop them off at the top. (laughs) Hitting this Perrier. Ooh, hold on. Let me hit this Perrier again, man. You know, you already know. I mean, I, I really think it's important. And when I look at YouTube... And I have conversations like this with high-value men. Shout-out to Nate. We've had this conversation, right? And, you know, I remember Nate, me and Nate were having this conversation. And Nate said he was at the gym listening to one of my podcasts about a guy complaining about dating coaches and this and that. And then Nate says he he just started laughing because the guy that was complaining claimed to be a high-value guy because he made extra money and all of that, Right. And they was just (laughs) laughing. And he's like, yo, bro, I'm going to keep it real, bro. If that guy's high value, I don't know what the hell he talking about because we don't talk about shit like that. And I thought about it. And I got to be honest. And I'm not here to shame anybody. But a lot of the stuff that guys talk about on YouTube or social media or, or that everyday men talk about, high value men don't really talk about it. Because that's not a problem of theirs anymore. Or it used to be, but it's not anymore. But... On YouTube, one thing that I've noticed is is that sometimes that people will focus on the wrong topic or conversation and they will drag it out. So for example, let me give you an example. People are focused on if it's simping, for example, if men are tricking or not, or going overseas, spending money and, and, and smashing girls. And... What Nate was basically saying is, is like, yo, bro, do you ever see us talk about going overseas to smash girls? Do you ever see us like just having a bitch fest? Like, and if, even when we go overseas, how how do we do? And it's facts because one thing I learned about being around high value men of various backgrounds. Remember, I'm not just in this social circle, but also I've been part of a high value man social circle that makes seven to eight figures, right? a year now facts there's certain issues that that men have that i have for example that these guys don't have and there's certain issues that i have that they have too they can relate to the shit high value men still get flaked on by girls that's facts don't think because oh now all of a sudden because you are making six figures or seven figures now all of a sudden girls aren't flaking no girls are still flaking it's just the girls that are flaking they're more beautiful And when they flake, you got backup options Or you should be having backup options (laughs) But the reality is 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 that um, And we're gonna talk about this A lot of guys on on YouTube That you see that are complaining about shit You know, the reason why A lot of people like me It's like, okay, Solo, you're very objective Right? And the reason why I'm very objective About a lot of my points Is because I live in the fucking real world, bro don't get me wrong. A lot of shit that you hear on YouTube, it sounds sweet. It sounds great. It sounds Gucci. But a lot of that shit is for the birds. It's not realistic. A lot of this shit is for the birds. Let me give you an example. Everybody talks about the wall, right? The wall is real. But guess what? Women that are 35 or 40 still can get any option of dick that they want. That's a fact. Let me give you an example. I remember on Tinder... Not too long ago Forgive me father I have sinned But I gotta keep it 100 I thought I was going on a date With a Wisconsin 6 Facts A Wisconsin 6 Come to find out she was a Minnesota 4 bro Like I don't know what the That bitch god damn bro She looked like she was Oh man Anyway So let me <laughs> You know But this chick was telling me You know Solo, you're an okay guy I mean, you're a 6 I'm used to dating guys that are 6'3 And by the way, I don't consider myself a 6 I'm a 10, bitch <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about looks I'm talking about overall You know what I'm saying? Facts Um. But what happened was This girl was telling me I date guys that are 6'3 Athletic Whatchamacallit and you know what? There's no doubt in my mind that she was telling the truth. Even though this chick was not all that. And you guys know me. I'm very liberal with my standards. But this woman was in her 40s. She wasn't like, you know, there's some girls in your 40s and not no cap. I've dated some of them that are hot. Like they're MILFs. They're MILFs, MILFs, for real. you like, damn, goddamn. This, this chick is built like a MILF. She talked like a MILF. She freaky like a But this chick was, no. This bitch was a... I don't know, man. She was a Umpa Loompa type looking bro. Like she was a four. I'm I'ma keep it real. People listening, like, damn solo. Well, on her picture, she looked like a, a Wisconsin Six. Facts. Oh <laughs> ah! hey yo, let me hit this Perrier, man. Um, so now so when I looked at this woman, that the fact of the matter is that this chick is a four. And she can get with guys that are 6'3". Which, by the way, there's only 10% of men that are 6'3 or taller in, in, the, in America. Six-pack, athletic build. This woman, who is not even average, okay? And by the way, my audience is harsher than I am. So you guys already know. She could still get top-tier men. That's facts. How many men who who are below average can say they can get top tier women? There aren't a lot of men that can do that. You know? Um, so people got to understand. And I forgot the point I was trying to make. But people, <laughs> people got to understand that a positive mindset, right, will help you a lot. And a lot of men don't have that. A lot of you niggas are soft. I got to keep it real. And not just niggas. But any men of any race are soft in this generation. And and I get it. A lot of you have been coddled because of the internet. And a lot of you were raised by single mothers. Let's keep it real. Didn't have a male figure in the house. Let's keep it real. However, are you going to take onus of your situation and try to improve and be better? Or are you going to keep going on the internet every Saturday with a bunch of losers and bitch about your situation? And, you know, like like I said, man, I I come from a different era. And, yeah, I'm showing my age again. But I remember back in the day, man, if a guy kept complaining about women, we would tell him, yo, get on your grind or shut the fuck up because you sound like a bitch. Oh, Solo, you're using shaming language. Yeah, I sure am. Because steel sharpens steel. And a lot of men nowadays, I've noticed, a lot of men want to complain And here's the thing, high value men, they're not sitting in their million dollar luxury penthouses complaining, they're not. Life is too fucking good to complain, bro. They're not complaining. They might bring up a situation, but they're not spending a whole Saturday night circle jerking on some keyboard theory jockey shit or keyboard jockey theory shit complaining about women this and that because they're getting shit done. These guys are getting literally money in their sleep, not just with crypto and stocks, but investments and other business endeavors. They're getting money in their sleep. they get money while they're awake. And these guys are living the life that they want to live. And I think that when it comes to positive mindset, if you really, how bad do you really want it? How bad do you want to be successful? Not just financially speaking, let, let, let's be clear because everybody thinks that being a high value man is just about being financially rich, right? But how bad do you want to be content? How bad do you want to be spiritually fulfilled? There are a lot of people out there, believe it or not, that are considered high value men. Those guys are drugged out, coked out, weeded out, drank out. These guys are, you know they 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 uh they just drifting, right? They're just trying to make it to the next day. Then there are those guys that are really living their life for the moment. They're living their life. When I say moment, each moment, they're as present as ever. Most of us, when we're in a moment, we're either in the past or the future. Girl taking picture on Instagram. She's thinking about how many likes she will get in the future. Guy at a party, he is thinking about, will his ex-girlfriend be there? He's thinking about the past. A lot of us are not focused or present in the moment, myself included. That's something that I've been working on for years. How have I been working on that? Meditation, slowing down, being out more with nature. You feel me? Like, guys, a lot of my mindset is changing because of the fact that we can all get on the internet and talk spicy. We can all do that. Don't get get it fucked up. But the shit don't mean nothing if it doesn't correlate in real life, if it doesn't correlate with your life, if it doesn't correlate with the results or the outcome, as KS would say. Uh, you know, it's easy to get on the Internet and just bitch and moan and say the world should be that way. But if the market and remember, this is the biggest thing I learned in 2020. If the market decides that, yo, you not you ain't popping, then that's what the market decides. Not taking away that you don't have anything to give or anything like that. But men have to really start living in reality and realize that just because you're on YouTube and augmented spaces doesn't mean everybody thinks like that. That doesn't mean that we should take away from the truth. But a lot of people have to understand that to get to the next level... Sometimes you're gonna ha- you know your 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 journey your situation, your trial, your come up is going to be different from the next man. Why? Because it's your story. You're gonna tell a story different from the next guy. You're gonna tell people this is how I came up. Because not everybody's going to come up the same way. That's why I was using that mountain reference. Some people came up on the mountain. They had to, you know, drag themselves and climb that mountain. And some people fell off a few times, so they had to do it again and again and again. And finally, they made it to the top of the mountain. Some people, depending on their, you know, situation, they made it on that mountain through a helicopter. They didn't have to go through shit. But guess what? It's not you. And it definitely is not me. So we got to grind. You know what I'm saying? The positive mindset... You got to understand, and this is what I'm, I am I, I go through every time, especially when I'm trying to lose weight, is, is that it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight, y'all. It does not happen overnight. Sometimes it may take months. Sometimes it may take years. And it's okay. As long as, guys, listen, as long as you're working towards being a better version of you, it's okay. People might not notice it right away. They might not see it the first year, the first, well, they they should see it the first year, but they might not see it the first month or the second month, but people are going to notice. People are going to notice eventually, right? And um that's what I want to say, man. You know, uh, it's what I want to say is because a lot of people they they get caught up in um Wanting to be successful right away, but you're only doing it because you're seeing how somebody else is successful. You're not really, you know, whatever. You're not doing it because you know your why. You're doing it to shit on people. And I talk to people like that all the time. You know, brothers who are uh, wanting to stunt on people because of past grievances. That's fine. (coughs) Excuse me. But how long is that going to motivate you? Hit my Perrier, by the way. How long is that going to motivate you? Anger is a powerful way to motivate you, bruh. Shout out to Nate for, for a short time, because Nate even said it. But, you know, you when you really know your why, why is it that you want to be successful? Whatever your definition of success is, remember that. Everybody always thinks, oh, yeah, you're successful, because you make six or seven figures. That don't mean shit. I know guys that make six or seven figures. They're doing coke every night They're fucking hookers every night Are they high value? No They just make six or seven figures Facts <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, so yeah Let's let's keep going on the list bro Like I'm going on a tangent uh, Another thing is money Okay Remember I said that being high value is rare So these guys are guys that have money And when I say money You don't have to be a millionaire bro like the city I'm at, if you making a hundred k, you 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 up there, my nigga. Facts. If you make eighty k, you up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, a lot of you guys get this whole notion that well, high value men need to be high value because they have money so they can trick off on girls. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. High value men. Not all do not have to trick on girls. Let me be clear. I think what what happens is is that a lot of guys, you know, they go off the notion of high value by what they hear, what they see on TV. A lot of guys, and I say guys in particular, women too, but they've never known high value men or women. So they go off what they see on TV. They go off what they perceive to be high value. Here's the thing, guys. And this is what I was trying to tell this bitch-ass nigga of a dating coach. Because this nigga has been in front of the computer for the last 20 years. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about. There are guys out here, guys, that... Women, that they like the lifestyle. They They don't want to be gold diggers or even um, sugar babies. No, they just want to be around a rich guy or a guy that they think is rich or a guy that has is is well-off. That's what I'm talking about. The average, and, and when I'm talking about high-value men, right, because I am in my 30s, I'm talking about men in their 30s, particularly black men in their 30s, early 30s, 31, 32, 33, 30, 35. Why am I saying that? And this is not... um, If you're a white guy, Asian guy... Look, I'm not racist, guys. Real talk. I I love white women. You know that. Um, (laughs) Don DeMarco! (laughs) Um, The reality is is that for a lot of black men... A lot of black men don't ever see... What a high-value man looks like... Outside of social media or entertainment. So what I'm saying is... The only experiences you have of high-value men are what you see on television or social media. And when I say that women don't want money, what I'm saying is, is that some women just want to... Like I said, and let me say this again. Some women just want to be around guys that got shit popping. You feel me? Guys that are the cool guys. Women have always wanted to be around cool guys. Guys, you should know this ever since kindergarten. That's facts. <laughs> Women always want to be around the cool guys. Women want to be where it's popping at. And the reality is when you get older, in college, you can get away with the dusty shit. <laughs> you, can, you can get away with the homosexual game. You know what I'm talking about. You in the basement. You clapping shorty's these cheats. In the basement, I mean, you know, bitches like that shit. Don't 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 be fooled. A lot of bitches love that shit. A lot of these girls like getting fucked in random places, bro. Facts. You know what I mean? Especially with a bad boy. <laughs> but money gives you, as a high value man, opportunity to be able to do what you really want to do. And women like that. Money gives you financial independence. And what do women like? Women like freedom. That's why you see women on Instagram or these dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, etc. Always talking about, I like to travel. I'm a foodie. I'm a this. Why? Because money allows you to do that shit. But once again, people say, oh, you're talking about tricking. You're talking about spending money. Oh, no. You're talking about trick. No. No. See, this is, this, is where, this is a broke nigga mentality, bro. Facts. Money allows you Money is energy. And what happens when you have more energy? You're able to get more shit done. That's what money is. It allows you to get shit done. Right? I, I, you know... And, and women... Not... Here's the thing. There's this notion that money can get you women. Uh, gold diggers, yes. But there are a lot of women that aren't gold diggers. Or they want to feel like they're blatantly whores. Right? There are a lot of women that they just want to experience that lifestyle. And if you're 21, 22, 25 as a wo- years old as a woman, there aren't a lot of guys that have that type of money where they can go to the club every night and pop 1942. Or they can travel to Mexico and then a couple of weeks later go to LA. Then they go to New York straight, direct. There aren't a lot of guys that have the funds. In college, you're lucky to have enough money for a fucking beer. A 12-pack... Shit nigga it was a six pack back in the day for us So I know y'all y'all buying them shits individually You know what I'm saying But that's that's the reality So a lot of people um don't understand this but The fact of the matter is is that the money Is not necessary. oh here here goes money for me to trick on you No the money allows a guy who's a high value man To be able to go to places that the average man can't go It's very simple. Let me say that again. Money allows a high-value man to go places the average man can't go. It's very simple. On to the next. Working out. Mm. Working out. A a, a lot of guys that, like I said, what I've learned in the last year from high-value manners. A lot of high-value men are lean. They're in good shape or decent shape. Now, when I say in good shape, they're not freaking muscular or brolic. They're not even six-pack out necessarily. But these guys tend to be lean. That's how they fit into that Balenciaga. That's how they fit into the Louis Vuitton. The Versace. What up, Nate? You know what I mean? That's how they fit into this shit. You got to be lean. You got to be, you know what I mean? You got to be fuckable. That's, that's what we used to say, right? Women want to fuck what? Fuckable guys. Now, I know you're solo, but you're fat. You talk about... Right, so remember, this 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 uh, podcast is titled, What I've Learned Being Around High-Value Men. I never said that. I'm a high-value man, even though I do have some high-value attributes. and We'll get into that in a moment. But women want to fuck fuckable guys. So this whole notion that some guys have, oh, you got to have a ripped six-pack, and you got to have 24-inch pythons, don't get me wrong. That shit will help you. But you know what? A lot of women, really, how they look at men is that you are presentable. So they can show you off to their friends. Yeah, women do that too. That's why they want to be around High Valley guys too. They want to be able to show you off. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. But yeah, a, a lot of guys that I have, they work out to stay lean or in shape. And when you lean or in shape, that Versace hit different, that Balenciaga hit different, that Louis Vuitton hit different. Because now, you, number one, you're wearing, and by the way, you guys know me, I, I'm not a peddler for name brand clothing, I don't, niggas who've been watching me for years, y'all know me, I don't even, listen, nigga, I'm 30 plus, I've never even owned a pair of Nikes. Okay, that's a lie, I've owned Nikes, but I'm talking about a pair of Air Jordans, facts. But you know what? High value men being able to take care of themselves physically. They're able to fit into those clothes that you, the everyday guy, may not be able to afford. And I'm not saying that as a shaming tactic. But they're able to rock fly fly clothing. Now, you have some high value, uh, full high value guys, let me, let's be honest, that are faking the funk. They rock a name brand shit too. But them niggas rock in the same, same shoes or the same fucking gear. Every other week to the club. So you know that's his favorite Gucci shirt. That may be his only Gucci shirt. You know what I'm saying? But but I want to say that working out, a lot of people have this notion now, you got to look like a bodybuilder. No, you don't. A lot of women still like a lean, healthy physique, you know? Obviously, depending on where you live, there may be variations, though. Now, here's one that doesn't get talked about enough. And shout out to Lucario. He's talked about this. But I'm talking about proximity aka accessibility high value men live in the heart of the city right They live right where it's popping at depending on your city it may be downtown uptown a particular city where you where you live where it's popping at you have easy access to the nightlife. you have easy access even to the day life you know boating golfing, bowling etc right? And people don't understand, but this is very, very slept on. Your proximity can increase your coochie fold by ten point uh, ten times. I, I'm I'm not kidding you guys. I noticed that every time I'm in the city, if there's a lull when I'm chilling around high value people, when I say a lull, I'm talking about I'm taking a shit or I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I, I'm swiping on the like Bumble. All of a sudden, I get way more matches. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I don't live far from the city. I live maybe 10 minutes out, 15 minutes, 15 minutes out from the city. So why do my matches increase? Well, because my proximity now is more attractive to women. And a lot of men don't account for that. But when you live in the heart of the city or you live where it's popping at, women know that certain guys live in certain neighborhoods. You feel me? Or you live in certain counties. Or you even live in a certain particular building. Right? And I'm pretty sure in your city, if somebody says, yo, you know, they live in Beverly Hills. Well, what what usually comes up in Beverly Hills? What do you usually think when somebody says, yo, he lives in Beverly Hills? You thinking, okay, he lives where the money is at, Beverly Hills. Right? Now, that's not necessarily true for all of Beverly Hills. Some people might say, yo, there are some hoods in Beverly Hills. Facts. I'm not disagreeing with that, but what I'm saying is that there's certain neighborhoods or certain areas where people live that as soon as you mention it, then people automatically associate it by living in a rich area, poor area, uh, gentrified area, et cetera. Believe it or not, but where you live, the neighborhood, the city, state, county, etc. um people definitely pay attention to that. Women definitely pay attention to that. I know where I live in the city, even though I don't live too far. A lot of people don't want to come out here. Why? Because a lot of my friends, they would have to leave the city to come see me. Why would they do that? That doesn't make sense, right? And so proximity is very important. And and, and when I say it can increase your coochie getting rate by 10 times, um, there are a lot of girls that you'd be surprised, like, depending on where you live, how fast they would be able to come see you or want to come see you. If you live an hour away, for example, a woman might be very hesitant to come meet you or see you. But if you live five or 10 minutes away from her, what's the excuse then? You feel me? So proximity is very important. Um, High value men, men that are successful in life, not just with women, but they live where it's popping at. They live where it goes down right now do some high value men live in the country somewhere where it's quiet and uh, in their 50 60 70 200 acres? yes yes of course but remember i'm talking about what i've learned from being around high value men. what i've learned the last 365 facts next one Personality, charismatic. Yes, the black pillars are going to be butthurt about this. The incels are going to cry. (laughs) But high-value men tend to be very charismatic. They tend to be very um, personable, men of integrity, sociable. Some of them have a mastery when it comes to dealing with social interactions. And I remember when I did my interview with Nate, Nate said something that was simple, yet profound, right? Nate said something like, you know, for somebody to truly be successful with women, you have to enjoy not just talking to women, but talking to people in general. And I think that that's that's what I I love. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, I've had an easier time networking. And I'll talk more about that, but When you truly enjoy talking to people, not just women, but men, just people in general, people can pick up on that, yo. People can pick up on that. Um, And women definitely can. And a lot of these men, the reason why they are charismatic, confident, personable is because they've had the success now. They've had to overcome various obstacles. That's facts, you know. And, you know, here's the thing. Are there certain high-value guys that are introverted or assholes? Yes. But typically what happens is, and I've seen this personally, is that when men become high-value, they become more confident. And that confidence, what it breeds then, it breeds more positivity because now they're getting the results that they want. And I'm not saying all the guys. Some guys already came in walking through the door. Facts. But some guys will notice that. You can't be a Debbie Downer. If you want to be a high value person, eh, man, period. Unless the, the the social circle you're around is nothing but negative rich fucks, you know what I'm saying? And there are some of those too. Let's let's keep it real, you know. Social status, social proof. Mm. Okay, they're known by who they associate with, and the women that they associate with, or the women that they have. A lot of people think that social status is all about fame. That is true to an extent. But if you're in a Iowa, Wisconsin, like how famous can you really be? I mean, you don't need to be a movie star famous to clean up in Madison, Wisconsin. You don't. Local fame will be enough. And what do I mean by that? So it means that women know who they are by the women that they date or associate with. Men know who they are by the men that they associate with Or the women that they associate with These guys tend to get into venues They don't have to wait into lines Right So there's a line at the club <laughs> Shout out to Zandos Clutch. There's a line at the club High value men don't have to wait in line They go straight to the security guard The security guard makes a quick phone call On his walkie talkie Or makes a quick call on his walkie talkie High value men go straight up No no waiting, no debating Just, Just straight up You know So social status, social proof matter a lot. And um, one of the things that I see on YouTube, it's not talked about enough because a lot of these niggas don't have that shit. They don't have that shit. And social proof is something that I've had for the longest. You feel me? Even if I lay low for a year or two and and, and the nightlife changes and, and social circles may have broken up this and that, I know that with my my ability to network, with my ability to do social proof naturally, I can build that shit up within six months to a year, uh, tops, the, you know, depending on where I'm at, of course, obviously. But people don't understand how important it is, like, you know, who you affiliate with socially is important, right? But it's not everything, Let let's be clear, because there are some high value men that never go out, that don't do... And don't need that shit, but they still bunker bustering left and right. You know what I'm saying? Or they still living their best life. You know? And the reason why I bring this up is because when it comes to social circle, when social status also is the type of social circle you're in, right? A lot of men on YouTube don't talk about it. Let, let me hit this Perrier, man. It's a hot day, guys. So that's why I've been hitting the Perrier a lot because I can't run my air conditioner, man. When it's this hot, man, it'll disturb you. So guys, give me one more moment. Let me hit this Perrier. So a social circle is part of social status. If your social circle is every Saturday night, you're with a b- bunch of bum-ass losers on a live stream complaining about women and men that can get women or men that uh, about self-improvement. Well, you don't have a social circle or your social status is hella low. If your social status is where girls are hitting you up, bing, 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 bing. Is that the iPhone? Bing. You know what I'm saying? You know that bing. It When, when that is like that, then yeah, you popping. And that, that matters. A lot of guys, when it's Saturday night, Friday night, let's keep it real. You don't have women hitting you up, much less men, right? And guys, look, listen. That takes look. It takes a while to develop that. I've been I've been in cases where you know, when it's time to go out, I've had women say, "Yo, come through. I got some girlfriends here for you, like that. I want to introduce you to." Okay, bet. You know, I've been I've been part of uh, being invited where it's like nothing but twenty bad snow bunnies. Blondes, Nordic blondes with big, big titties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're like, damn, I'm the only nigga here. Like, yo, I made it. <laughs> oh, they're gonna call me a coon for that. But but you guys know what I mean. Um, you know, and obviously social status, social circle, depending on the individual, you know, it can go up and down, meaning that. You can end up in various different ones. Sometimes social circles break up, stuff like that. <laughs> but people don't talk about that. These dating coaches don't talk about that. Why? Because they don't have social circles. That's why on Instagram you see me out with my friends. You see me out with different girls, doing different things, right? If I wanted to, I could do it every night. But man, I'm old as shit right now, bro. Like my energy, ugh. You know. But now that it's summertime, I, I, I do want to enjoy my summer a bit. I do, you know, so while other YouTubers are busy making a bunch of, you know, content, nothing against them, nothing. Um, I want to enjoy my life a bit because at the end of the day, life is too short. You feel me? Life is too short. Spend it with people that you love or care about because what this pandemic and quarantine has taught me is life is too short, bro. Facts. Okay. Now let's talk about the last one and then I'm going to wrap it up because I've been talking longer than usual. But shout out to Kevin Samuels. He talks about this. But visibility. High value men are very visible. Oh, see, that's that's the iPhone sound. Ding. You hear that? Um, so high value men are visible. They're always where it's popping at, where it's time to be seen. If it's a party, you see them there. That is popping. If it's a nightlife affair, they're there. Fashion event, they're there. They're always where it's popping at. They're always out. That's why they're known by so many different people. Women, um, other men, security guards, bouncers. They know how to establish these relationships, right? That's part of social serve, being able to network, right? And I didn't put networking by itself, but networking is very important. High value men know how to network, not just when it comes to going out for clubs or house parties or meeting girls, but business as well. These guys know how to network with other high value men for business purposes. High value men get money together. Facts. You know, the average guys, what what y'all do? Y'all might split money, get a bottle together or split money, get some food together or what have you. Okay, cool. High value men do that too. But I have other men also say, hey, I'm starting a business. Do you want to invest in this or check out this stock or crypto? They have conversations like that. You feel me? Uh, And being visible is very, very important, especially in the nightlife. And that's one of the reasons why I don't go out a lot because for you to keep your visibility up, you have to be what? You have to be visible. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to be out. You have to be Not just at the club or house party, but you have to be out frequently. And high-value men have careers, businesses, where they're able to be out. So that doesn't mean that they're out every day. Some of them are. But they're out. They're out, you know. They're out where people know that they're out. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, guys. Let me turn my iPhone off. I apologize. See, the ding sound... Notice how the ding... It started dinging after I said ding, right? When I was saying ding, it it wasn't dinging then. Facts. But they're visible. Right? They're very visible. And that's how they're known. So those are the things that I've learned from high-value men. But more importantly, I've learned that high-value men are men that... They're not victims. They're men that they get it by any means. A lot of these guys are not high value men because mommy and daddy had money, but they came from impoverished backgrounds of poverty and they had to get it, get it out the fucking mud. So when I listen to some of these stories of guys whose parents are immigrants, for example, like Nate salute to him. Or or guys that their parents weren't rich but they've made it to another level and they've completely lived a different life than their parents, then then I gotta ask you what's your excuse? You have a lot of men nowadays complaining, and don't get me wrong, I oh look, you know, times are hard. Dating sucks. I, I'm not gonna disagree with that. Uh dating fucking sucks. But the reality is is that why wouldn't you want to be the best version of yourself? And I'm not just saying that, oh, because, you know, you got to be the best version, be on your, no, let's be honest. If you want the best women, why, why, why? what makes you think you deserve a woman when you're at your worst and she's at your, at her best? See, a lot of you niggas are hypocrites, bro. Y'all want bad bitches. Y'all want dimes. Y'all want these girls with fucking asses, 45 inch asses, and 26 inch waist But you're not built like that You're not built like that You know you, you stay at your mama's basement You're underweight or overweight You feel me What do you have going for yourself and, and and let me just be clear Like I'm not saying you can't get a bad bitch If you live in your mama's basement There's a nigga probably listening right now like you will fuck bad bitches all, all the time Yeah yeah you're the outlier my nigga Facts what I'm talking about is that a lot of guys are complaining about women wanting top guys. Well, guess what? If you're a fucking man, don't you want the top top woman? I know a lot of guys won't like what I'm saying, but that's the truth. And, and so when I see that high-value men, the guys that are in the top 20%, that they have women literally texting them in the middle of the night saying, I want to come over and top you off or they are with their girlfriends or wives at the bar or club, and other women are saying, hey, I'm, here's the pussy, whenever you want it. It is what it is. And I know that some guys don't want to hear it. because you want to be resentful towards Chad and Brad. Guess what? Chad and Brad, sometimes that, guess what? That nigga, ha- he started the same place you did, nigga. Facts. The guy that you call a Chad or Brad or Tyrone, let's keep it a buck, he started in the same spot you did, but guess what? He worked his fucking ass off, nigga, to get to where he is at now. That's that's the difference. That's the difference. You feel me? And the reality is, is that as delusional and entitled women are, there are a lot of men that are entitled as well. That's why these incel guys are always crying. These black pill bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls don't like me. Because they want dimes. But then when they cam up, you're like, why the fuck? What? And look, I'm not saying that you can't get baddies not being the best looking guy. Like, I've done it. But let's be real. It's a lot easier to get a bad bitch when a bad bitch wants you. You feel me? And I, what I'm saying is, when you... You you have that look, or you're fully confident, and you're the best version of yourself. You know, and unfortunately, what I'm seeing in the future, and I, I said this before, is there's going to be more guys struggling with getting women. There's going to be more men on the internet crying about not getting women, because what's happening right now economically is a lot of guys can't compete. Let's be honest. Society wise with what happened with the pandemic a lot of niggas just can't compete And that's what I was trying to explain to some of my high value friends is that You guys look I get where you guys are coming from but there are a lot of guys that they're not even in the game They're not even get they're not even in the game A lot of guys they're not even in the game You know what I'm saying? And because of that, a lot of guys get resentful and bitter. And by getting resentful and bitter, that's where guys end up on, you know, on these incel Reddits and and YouTube channels on Saturday night because they're not doing the work. And nowadays... You know, it, it's a weird time. As I, and I've said this before, it's easier than ever to get laid, but it's harder at the same time. I mean, if you want to get laid, you know, like I said, be lean or have muscles, be charismatic, right? And you getting pussy. If that if that's your minimum goal, if that's your minimum goal, that's all you got to do, bro. Now, if you want like a bad bitch or a wifey, material girlfriend or wife then, yeah, you're going to have to have some other shit. That's just the reality, bro. And I know a lot of guys don't want to hear that, but the, the truth of the matter is things are going to get worse before they get better. And unfortunately, there's a big disconnect because a lot of men were raised in single mother households, not just black men, white men as well. There's a big disconnect now where men, how men communicate with women and vice versa. And when it comes to social mastery... Or, you know, in regards to social situation or social intelligence, a lot of men and women, yes, and women, they lack it because we grew up in, especially Generation Z, they grew up with their face stuck to the phone. So it's been gonna be tougher. But it's easier to get laid because if you're in the top 20% or even in the top 25%, I mean, it's not like back in the day where you had to marry a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, these bitches are giving pussy left and right. But you gotta be the top guy or the guy that she wants. And then here's the thing. When you become the top guy, right? Now you have your pick of the litter. Now all of a sudden, the tables have turned. Now, women will throw the pussy at you, but you can be like, nah, I'm good. And I've seen this, and I'm like, goddamn, nigga, like, a lot of guys would, would kill the fuck the bitch, but you turned it down. But niggas will do that, you know. My my advice to guys is this: focus on being the best version of you, right? And be honest with yourself. Look, if you want to become a high value man, because you want to get women, and you think women easier, fine. But make sure it comes from a place of authenticity. If you want to be a high-value man because you just want to make money, fine. But make sure it comes from a place of authenticity. And what do I mean by that? I mean, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself and recognize that, yes, making money is good. Yes, slaying girls is fine. Well, it gets boring after a while. Let's be honest. But your reason has to be bigger than a superficial reason for you to be able to be long-term successful. That's, that's definitely something I'm learning. And then in the short term, I mean, I've done all that. Oh, I lost the weight. Oh Slay more. Yeah, I did that. Oh, I got more money to do travel more. Yeah, I did that. But your why has to be bigger. Are you, are you just here to be seen? Are you just here to be out and about and fuck the baddest bitch? Okay, cool. But here's the thing. Are you happy doing that? Because a lot of people think that, well, if I get more money, I can travel more, and I can do this more. They make more money, and guess what? They're even more miserable than they were when they were broke. So what I'm saying is this, for people who are going to misconstrue or twist my words, is whatever you're doing, what is the reason for it? Be honest, completely honest about it. What is the reason? What is the reason? And then once you have a reason, once you have a why, then then work on it. And you know what? You may have to delay gratification. Shout out to Ramil Amir. You may not be able to go out for a while. You may not be able to travel. You may be in a situation where you're broke and saving up money while you live in your mama house. But guess what? While you delay the gratification, you're working towards a bigger purpose. Mmm. It's towards a bigger goal, a bigger dream. Anyway, guys, that's all I got for y'all today. Whew. Oh, man. Oh, this podcast, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the podcast thing, I love it. I'm, I'm going to keep at it. But I want, I want guys to understand that times are going to get tougher, man, before they get better. And if you really, really want to win in life, not just with women or financially, but mentally and spiritually, you're going to have to fight for that shit with everything you got, bro. You're going to have to fight. Are you willing to do so? Anyway, make sure to check me out on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter at SoloTV84, www.patreon.com. SoloTV84. My name is Solomon Jones, and I'm out. Peace.